Disclaimer, the Marvelous Dweebs podcast is for mature audiences only. If you're sensitive to strong language and other sensitive content, please be sure to click off. But if you're not, please enjoy. Hey, it's, it's the Marvelous Dweebs, and we're back with another wonderful episode. Woo, yeah. Woo. We also have a special guest. Once again, Ethan is back. As always, maybe let's go. Ethan loves talking about films, so that's why you see him a lot here, a lot here at the Marvelous Dweebs HQ. Um, we don't have an HQ. Also known as my house. <laughs> yeah, also known as his house. <laughs> no, for real. Uh, sorry for a lot of the delayed episodes. I've been having a couple of health problems, so... She's dying. Fucking deal with it, bitches. Yo, chill. <laughs> Probably nobody noticed. <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. I feel bad. <laughs> it's okay. But we're back with another wonderful episode. After reviewing Barbie, we're going to be reviewing Oppenheimer this time around because that came out with barbie so why not talk about this very depressing film but it was also an amazing film um where do you want to start Cass? i don't know we can start with the cast since oh, yeah. this cat there's dude there's a lot of people in this fucking cast it was great it was, it was a great cast yeah um so for oppenheimer we have cillian murphy for there's a bug um for uh gene tatlock we have florence Mm-hmm. Pew, which I mean, she's great. Uh, Louis Strauss, we have Robert Downey Jr. Yeah! Uh, Emily Blunt played Kitty Oppenheimer. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Rami Malik <laughs> played David L. Hill. Yeah! I love Rami Malik. <laughs> Jack Queer. Yeah. Uh, Richard Fane something. Yeah! Uh, Devin Bostick played Seth Netter or something. Yeah, dude, that's Roderick. It's my boy Roderick! <laughs> I love him, bro. Uh, we had Matt Damon as Leslie Groves. Yeah. Josh Peck as Kenneth Bain. I love Josh Peck. <laughs> um, They're just like a lot hey, of good oh, people. Gary Oldman. Yeah, yes, you cannot forget. I love Gary Oldman they as had, yeah, Truman. An insane cast. They had a great cast. We had Alex Wolf, Dane, Dane DeHaan. It's also a massive cast. Too. It is, yeah. It's, 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 it's a fucking big cast. Who's the guy who played... Uh, Albert Einstein? I'm trying to see. He's older fella. Oh, fuck, I don't even... I think, is it that dude right there? Oh, no. Oh, oh, I was supposed to say the name. I didn't even see that. <laughs> Never mind. I don't think they show Albert Einstein. Bruh. I don't know. Maybe some other dude, random dude. I was just very excited. They just got some random guy. Oh, Tommy, Tommy Conti played Albert Einstein. Oh, shit. I loved Albert Einstein in that film. He was just so fucking... Yeah. He was just chill, bro. He was just a chill-ass dude, bro. He was like, you're gonna cause destruction of the earth. And just bounced. <laughs> I, like, here's the thing is that, like, everybody knows that Albert Einstein is really smart, right? And then just, like, I don't know, for people not listening to, like, one of the smartest people on the planet, I feel like that's dumb. Yeah. Like, he warned them. Yeah. To be fair, like, um, mathematical intelligence is not necessarily... Yeah. Like, doesn't carry across intelligence, like, across the board. No, yeah. no, for sure. But, like, I feel like Albert Einstein was very well-rounded. Yeah. But, yeah, again, a star-studded cast with a lot of, you know, recognizable faces. This movie, um, what was I going to say? Fuck, there was a word. Uh, clocking into, clocking at, at three hours, which is a pretty long film. It, 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 it felt long, but it wasn't, like, an obnoxiously long thing. It was, like... Because it kept you interested in the entire... It kept me interested, Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah interested the entire way. And like usually, again, I'm like the dude who tends to turn off his mind and just watch some action flicks because he's he's just one of those dudes, you know what I'm saying? 
But like this is this movie was out of my realm, but I was excited for it because it looked dope. And honestly, didn't it didn't uh, let me down not at all. I think it was nice. Definitely was very depressing. <laughs> Definitely when it starts getting to the end of the film. But I don't know. Like all the characters, like, they were all believable. Very like everybody played their part really well. And shit, like I thought I was like front row seats of like like literal history, which it was technically. Um, uh, and on top of that, the way that this was shot uh, was very nicely and amazingly done. Like, it was very artistic in that sense. And he also, Christopher Nolan, the filmmaker he is, uh, decided to film this film with 70 millimeter film, which is like the highest resolution you can get, I think, in IMAX. Uh And so, like, again, certain select theaters have them and, like, you can watch it, like, super, super, super dope and high resolution and like like the best quality you can get in a film and i'm like cool. i'm like dude i'm like of course it's the dude for this film like i i think without any like anything else like this is the film to watch it if there's a place nearby that you're able to do it like you should do it because i feel like you know it's like what movie like gets that often like not at all so like might as well exactly and like i i honestly think that this movie is very artistically done in the in the first couple of scenes you remember it's not really a spoiler but like you see like i don't know i don't even know what to call it it's not fireworks but like those explosions yeah. that he's imagining yeah. i thought that was so cool. i i love that like in like the little spinny like so, so part of it is the um it's the the atoms yeah um, and it's the splitting of the the nuclei is what it is yeah. that and then it's the the big fireball fumes you know yeah so. yeah that's what happens Actually, I'm not going to say that joke. Never mind. <laughs> I'm actually not going to say that joke. Never mind. I was going to say something completely different. Woof. The woof. Anyway. Um, but I also like how, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's weird to, to try to, like, mm-hmm. judge or, like, base my thoughts on this is a movie when this is real life. Yeah. You know? I don't know what happened exactly, but, like, this is also his, historically, like, it's history it's history yeah the making of the you know of the you know the bomb the bomb that fucks some shit up you know what i'm saying i also really like the take that the movie had where it wasn't like it wasn't a pro-america movie no not at all yeah which i actually was really relieved of i'm just that was one of my concerns for it was that it was a pro-america yeah but no it was honestly just again not dwelling into that as much as i thought they would it was just more exploring these characters and really like like setting the tone of like this could really affect the world in a very drastic way that but like also just being like here's this information that you need to know yeah right like it it, it was very i don't want to say like documentary but like low-key yeah in a way documentary feels yeah because like again it's like a window of history but more in a uh uh I guess present way to present it like again like through you know our more popular actors they like to present it through that like that and I don't know I, I really liked it just in general um <laughs> the Florence Pugh scene got me completely out of I like out of nowhere when they were just diddling the entire because <laughs> <laughs> like my friend Kenny he turned to me he was like 
Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I was gonna be completely honest. I was not expecting a sex scene in this movie. I wasn't seeing. Really? I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting titties, oh. bro. I, I saw a bunch of people post about like how, like, oh, there's like a 15 minute straight sex scene in Oppenheimer, and one, it was absolutely not that. It was maybe a total of like maybe five minutes, and like, it was split with on like, screen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's not like a 15 minute straight sex scene. Like that's not what happened. But, I mean, this movie had two of my favorite things. Or right? it had titties and it had communism. <laughs> Get that on a shirt. <laughs> my two favorite things: titties and communism. But I don't know. I I did hear a lot about that after the film. Like everybody's like, yo, like she they were given the slop and timers like <laughs> type, type deal. I'm like Jesus fuck. People who just don't know how to keep their minds chilled. What the hell are you drawing? Oh. Okay, I thought you were drawing, like, something else here. What, like, what did you think? No, I meant, like, no, I was thinking, like, yo, what is he, like, some, like, propaganda-type deal making? <laughs> I don't know. No, he's world-building. You know, that's what a lot of politicians say. <laughs> he's world-building, all right? Don't let him be. <laughs> anyway. Um, let's talk about the performances. <laughs> Celia Murphy blew me out of out of the water. Like I feel like he was fucking fantastic. He, he was insane. He was an incredible actor. He mm-hmm. managed to have the uh, I've seen the eyes of death. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like his eyes there are literally just like like he has the eyes of a man who's seen shit and been yeah. through shit. You know. Yeah. And on top of that, he is a dead ringer for Oppenheimer. Yeah. Like legit. Like they yeah. look like basically identical. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. I there's let me pull up. There's some. <laughs> No, he he's was ready. ready. He was ready for this. Shit. That's why we brought him on here. That's okay, why he wanted I mean, to be I, here. I don't know if I have Ethan's it. Ethan's like, always on my prepared. Phone. <laughs> and me, I am never. Yeah, let's see. Schloppenheimer. Sorry, it's like giving it, giving him the top and Toppenheimer. Let's see. Let me download this. Dingleheimer or some shit. I don't know. Keep that in, keep that in. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I lost track. All right. Oh damn it! So that's them next to each other. This is literally them, like without makeup or like edit editing or at all. That's, like, that's pretty close. Yeah, it's really close. It's not as close as the two popes movie, but it is pretty. Close. The two it's popes movie, pretty, <laughs> bro. Close. The pope movie. Yeah. They look the exact same. He looks the exact same as like. People are like that, man. Sometimes no, just... no, like you don't understand. Like it's yeah. Like, can you look at the Pope pictures? Oh uh, yeah, the Pope pictures. <laughs> well, again, like, this is here, he's a little bit younger and he's a little bit more fleshy, I, but like it, yes. it's it's very very dead on. But yeah, let me pull up the Pope's. I think it was a great casting. And like, dude, <laughs> after they showed Josh Peck on screen, I was like, bro, all I just could think about was those Oppenheimer memes of like him and Drake and like, like. <laughs> It's nuclear, <laughs> nuclear. I just could. I just seeing like Roderick, like the guy who played Roderick and Die with the Kids, and then Josh Peck. Like I just those two, I just could not get over. I'm like dog. The way these dudes are on screen right now, and like a very like, like very serious and like movie like good. this, like way out of their like, way out of their like their norm. Typical range. Yeah, typical range. But I think they did great. I think everybody in this film did really well. And really set the tone for like how heavy this movie is supposed to be, and that's why I I liked how that sort of came came with Barbie, in that same day because like they both follow the same concept of like 
Dude, that is really close. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Yeah. That was not even the best like image of them. No. Yeah. Like, so close in the film. Like, like, yeah. in, like they, they look identical. It threw me weird. We're, ta- we're talking about the casting of the two popes. It's on Netflix. You should watch it. It's very good. It's a good movie. It's very good. Pope. Anyway, uh, fuck. What are they gonna say? Oh, they both. The both of the movies dwell into the concept of just like humans and what yeah. we think and how we are as people. Yeah. <laughs> one one is a, is more negative <laughs> on that yeah. effect and then like Barbie gives you a little bit more hope. I I did the Oppenheimer I did the Barbaheimer. Yeah. <laughs> I did the Barbaheimer. <laughs> Barbaheimer. <laughs> I did the Barbaheimer. Um and I think that's the way to go, you know, we watched Oppenheimer in the morning. It like showed me everything that i dislike about humanity and then we went to go watch barbie and it gave me hope and i also saw a couple of memes you know like typically when movies are released on the same day it's like this movie versus this movie yeah, but they were but like in this sense together. it was together it was barbie and Oppenheimer, which i think helped market market these movies a lot too yeah. it started a trend and people were watching it i feel like people watch barbie more i feel like yeah, it, sure. it, it was a lot less time and it, it's a, that. a much less heavy movie. Yeah, obviously. Not that, like the Barbie movie didn't deal with like serious topics. Like it yeah. dealt with like death and like humanity and like the um like patriarchy and like very heavy shit, right? Yeah. But it's not heavy in the same way that Oppenheimer was. Yeah. You know. Yeah, did it in a light way. Yeah, but um I don't know. It was definitely like a film out of my, you know, my usual realm of films but i definitely enjoyed it as a common movie goer because again i like explosions and action and this sort of even though it wasn't as much action i love the the fucking explosion dude that's that should scare the fuck out of me the, the was, silence so yeah because that's how you would have experienced yeah. it because yeah. like the the difference between the the light and the sound like just with how far away they are and the way that light and sound travels you would have gotten the big flash and silence until eventually just boom. <laughs> you know, so. I heard someone. There was like a video of like somebody screaming and like when it, when it went off and they're like, <laughs> like in the quietness, dude. It was fucking hilarious and like and it caught me off guard. But it was honestly again a very well film, like filmed movie. Yeah. Jesus, I can't talk. I'm like tired. <laughs> me too. Yeah. For never. Mind. I know, I know. <laughs> it's been a rough three days. Yeah, no, she's been surviving, guys. We've been we've been trying to trying to figure this out. <laughs> Jesus keeps trying to take me out, and I keep saying no. <laughs> and here you are. <laughs> More miserable the next day. <laughs> Just kidding. I woke up this morning. Uh-huh. Well, like, I I went to go sleep in my own bed. Is that what torcida? Like no fucking tomorrow, dude. Uh-huh. I couldn't even turn my neck. Damn, bro. Yeah, and I took some ibuprofen. I'm chilling now. <laughs> <coughs> I took some ibuprofen. I'm chilling. I don't even worry about that. But what else can you mention about Oppenheimer? There's not much besides just how real it gets. Yeah. With how real that shit gets. And bro, I saw a fucking joke, which was really fucked up. But it was like, I was like, oh yeah, Oppenheimer's banned in Japan. They're like, oh dude, they don't need to see it twice. <laughs> I'm like, bro, that's fucked up. I see, and the memes that I've seen in this film really has... Again, I think this shows, like, how the internet really markets these films, like, a lot. Like, genuinely a lot. Even through jokes, memes, whatever it is, genuine marketing. But, like, these two films that, you know, I feel like has established 2023 in a pretty 
pretty interesting way in film um, just to show that give people some shit and some other shit I'm like losing track of what I'm trying to say I I lost you I know I've lost too anyway but I don't know I'm glad these two films came out together to really show two parts of humanity (laughs) one involving a doll and one involving a bomb (laughs) but I don't know what else can we can we talk about Oppenheimer I know something Ethan I can ask so I I was gonna say that I am kind of glad they I've heard people talk about like how they should have included a Japanese perspective and I don't think that was necessary oh, like no, I, I yeah. think that like it was very much told from Oppenheimer's point of view and to have like this random like 10 minute cutaway some like Japanese kids playing in a field before they get like atomized like I don't think it's like <laughs> oh my god that would have been even more impressive yeah, well, I don't think it's also necessary yeah it wasn't it, even it necessary takes away from a lot of the like I don't know what it was about it was about Oppenheimer's story you know? yeah um, and well, that but like we, we know, we, yeah, like, we we know what it's gonna look like. We've seen it before. It's just um, kind of fucked up to kind it, of recreate that on on screen. Yeah, like we already know. We've already seen it. Like we don't need. Like we already coming into this movie, we're gonna feel like shit, right? We don't need to feel more like shit. Yeah. By watching more people die that did not need to die. Yeah, but. I don't know. Again, because America was fucked up, they did not need to do this. This will stop the war. Ah, more like start nuclear, uh, nuclear race to fuck up everything in this world. But uh, yeah, I'm glad they didn't do that because I feel like yeah, Christopher Nolan's a little bit better than doing. They have a bug in your fucking hair, bro. You have like a little like boogie boogie. He's flying up. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> See, that's the one that I was saying that I saw. <laughs> but should we get into like a little of a of a rating here sorry my mom texted me you're good anyway I'll just be mumbling and jumbling um I am gonna yeah I guess commandeer here for a second uh <laughs> there were a lot of things about this movie that I really appreciated um like i appreciated that it didn't shy away from oppenheimer's like jewishness yeah. and on top of his like political connections i didn't even know he was jewish um because well i don't think he was like a practicing jew but he was ethnically jewish um and so it was something where it was a very big part of the reason that he decided to like work on the project was because um he was racing against Nazi Germany and he, everyone knew what was happening in the camps. You know, he's like, these are my people that are getting killed and that will be killed when, you know, like the Germans have this bomb. And so that was one of the reasons why he had joined the project. And I think on top of that, like, I feel like a lot of other filmmakers would have shied away from like him being, having a lot of like heavy communist like leanings and associations and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Especially in like today's political climate. And I think that it is impossible to tell his story without that. And I'm very glad that Nolan decided to include that and not like cut it out. Um, Including like, stuff like his infidelity and stuff. It wasn't trying to, like, necessarily glorify Oppenheimer at all. It was just yeah. trying to tell the story, oh, you know? Yeah. So so everything from, like, him poisoning the apple and stuff like that, like, that's not... That's something that Oppenheimer himself has admitted to. And I'm glad that it, it wasn't trying to be, like, either very pro-America in what it was doing, and it also wasn't trying to, like, 
sanitize anything yeah. you, you know like it was very upfront because that's the time that it was you know people were you know very heavily discussing you know communism during the the area leading up to the second world war and everything like that um and it was definitely a threat to the the u.s government and it was something where a lot of times it's what the central through line to the story is it's the the framing device is that um the entire story is being retold by oppenheimer um in the, the hearing for a security clearance. Yeah. Um, and the reason why he's having that hearing is because of his, like, communist associations and yeah. stuff. And and so it, it was very much integral to the film and the way that it was produced. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm very glad they included that and didn't, you know, try and hide that or muddy it or anything like that. They were very much upfront with everything. Shit, dude. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, he just got a whole information dump on there. That was nice. Because <laughs> I still don't know what else to say. <laughs> But, um, you have anything to say, Cass? I'm like slowing down in my brain. I thought we were going to do ratings. Oh, yeah, we'll do ratings. Okay. okay. Um, as far as diversity goes, I don't feel like I'm going to do a diversity yeah, for this. Yeah, I don't think this it is it's not a movie for that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a historical, it's a historical yeah. piece. Yeah, so like, that doesn't apply for this film, mm-hmm. so we're not going to do that. Um, uh, as far as the bad guy goes, it's himself. <laughs> is it himself, or are we talking about the. Act, historically accurate enemy, quote unquote. Yeah. The world is a bad place, guys. Just people. I think just the villain here is just the people that. That are in charge. That are in charge. Yeah. And don't actually care about. The lives of people. Civilians. Yeah. Yeah. I think I give that a fucking ten for being just showing like how. How how fucking awful Truman was. Yeah. Yeah. The fuck. Yeah. And then that one general dude who was just like, ah, we can't go for... What's the place that he said? Oh, fucking, like, Tokyo? Yeah, right? Tokyo, yeah. Was it Tokyo? It might have been Kyoto, which is uh, also yeah, Tokyo. Kyoto, Kyoto. Okay. Kyoto is also just Tokyo. Oh, yeah. But, you know. um, yeah, he said that he couldn't bomb to- or Kyoto because him and his wife go there. I'm like, that's just like... <laughs> no, I don't. I felt the same thing. Like, bro, what? That is, that is not what's going on here like like this is so messed that's up that's just fucked up that you're only doing this because you only changed it because you you, you know actually why. go there you actually go there like imagine you and, went to these other places well that but like yeah. the thing is that he like he goes there on vacation with his wife so he knows he went on there's a honeymoon he honeymooned there okay. so I don't know if he like actively goes there but it's the, yeah he honeymooned he, there and it has a soft spot in his heart okay but like he knew the people, he knew the culture, is what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Is that he was immersed in it for maybe not a long time, but, like, he was there. He saw that they're regular people, and he's still willing to do that shit. Yeah, and, like, plan out this attack to, again, these people and, you know, not worry about a thing. Yeah. So, y'all, we're doing it here? All right, let's just fucking drop it on these boys. That's fucked up. It is. And that's an accurate depiction of how terrible humans can be, especially the people that are in charge. We're gonna be dead this next episode. They're gonna <laughs> take us out. Um. But yeah, I give the villain a ten. <laughs> and then it goes for the movie ratings. Would be hell nah, these hell yeah or marvelous. I kind of give I give it a hell yeah. I was gonna give it a marvelous. I was gonna give it a marvelous. really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I liked it a lot, but I I honestly rate Barbie a little bit higher for some reason. I think just because it's it's, honest, it's happier. It's happy. <laughs> a little bit, but not just more like I really enjoyed Oppenheimer. I I really did. It's definitely a film that I wasn't expecting to like so much, but I still think of it as a really good film. 
for what it is, but I don't know. I just sort of rate Barbie a little bit higher. Something that I was really happy about with Oppenheimer, and even though it had, like, I don't know. It's something where... Ooh, I'm going to restart my thought here. Okay. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. was very happy to be cast in this movie because he was tired oh, of Marvel, Marvel right? Yeah. And, like, the way that everything in Marvel, it's barely even acting at that point. You're dropped in, like, a green screen room, and you're fed lines, you know, and every other line, every character is blended into the same homogenate. Everyone has the same exact punchlines. There's no, like, diversity in characters, like, in the way that they're written at that point, you know? Yeah. Like, the way that they took Thor from the, the first Avengers movie to where he is now you yeah. know like he's a completely different character yeah. and he makes the same witty one-liners as everyone else does you know yeah. and it's robert downey jr was very happy to get away from that and i also i love that it's going to come against him and against ryan gosling i feel like for best supporting <laughs> actor for yeah. the oscars because yeah. they're two like polar opposite performances both were incredible you know um and i'm happy that the movie in general was very very willing to let people sit you know, like yeah. like sit in emotions in a way that I feel like a lot of like Marvel movies these days can't. Um, and it just like it's meant to make you feel a certain way, and it's it, it is not trying to alleviate your like being uncomfortable by throwing in jokes and one-liners and stuff like that. Um, it was the same thing that um, actually Spider Verse did this too. Yeah. The entire like ending part of across the or across the Spider Verse yeah. um, is very like tonally consistent you know it's not like there are jokes or one-liners yeah. or zingers thrown in there you know to try and break you out of that like nice. continuous feeling yeah. but they, but they um, let you sit in that and emotion. i think that is very very good yeah you know i think that is something that is very very like it, it's a good way to direct and it's a good way to like actually be like hey you know i'm trying to make you feel something here you know th this isn't i'm not doing this inherently for your enjoyment you know like I, i'm not doing this so that you're comfortable with this because it's not something you're supposed to be comfortable with i think that like if it had been interspersed with a bunch of like you know one-liners or some something like that like they drop the bomb and someone's like well that just happened you know like, like I, I think that would like remove a lot from the movie and i'm oh, yeah. glad that they didn't do that like you just especially Oppenheimer, like you just felt like the silence of everybody around like them you know witnessing this basically historically time-changing like event happened like oh shit like this worked like this is gonna cause a whole splur of you know what it is what is now you know what i'm saying and so i'm glad that i think hopefully films are you know hopefully gonna lean towards more now just to let really you know people and feel what's going on in these films and not break out of it because oh wait i want you to enjoy this still and like break them out like how ethan said like just like jokes and and all that stuff that don't match up the tone of what the film is, like how, yeah, a lot of Marvel film Marvel films are at the moment. Even like Guardians of the Galaxy, for example, there were some jokes. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that could have been placed at a differently different time. Like, yeah, that especially like the one scene that the that really threw me off was was Rocket basically gonna go with his like, friends, like you know, because he was dying. Yeah, and he's like, I'm a, I'm not a raccoon, because she's like, oh, you're like my raccoon. Yeah. He's like, I'm not a raccoon, and then he fucking comes back. I'm like, bro, I'm basically just cried right now. <laughs> and he just threw me off so fucking bad, and like, yeah, I get it. Like, it's definitely important to let your viewers and an audience enjoy the movie and really feel what you're trying to put out, and not try to disperse it with, you know, crappy jokes and other stuff you know yeah yeah and it, it this is really a movie that is gonna sit with you you know and and is that a fun film <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> to put it to put it plainly to put it plainly but it's still 
one to just it's really worth the watch. Worth the watch, and you know it's. I don't know. It's just good. It's a good film to just watch and just really feel, and really realize, wow, people can be really shitty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> and how the our world is, you know, changed from that, especially, especially how war is and you know, weapons, stuff like that. But I don't know. But yeah, I'm giving it a hell yeah. You guys give it a marvelous. I give it a marvelous. Yeah, I give it a marvelous as well. Yeah. Um. I, I think this is one of my, my final like notes here as we go, besides, again, all of the acting being just phenomenal. Oh, um, yeah. I, before I had seen, like, Oppenheimer, and a, a lot of people are sort of taught, um, like, growing up, okay, so the, uh, the, the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, they were bad, you know, but they were kind of necessary um, yeah. to, to, like, stop the war. And I'm glad that that's something that Oppenheimer kind of, like, changes a little bit they're kind like, of like oh, you know it's not actually that necessary but the government wanted to do it anyway um along that note there is a video um by a youtuber called sean um it's about the the bombings of hiroshima and nagasaki and i recommend everyone to watch that it basically goes over and sort of it, it was the thing that had originally sorry i just <laughs> smacked the microphone there. it was the thing that had originally sort of broken me out of that illusion essentially being like hey you know these bombings were absolutely not necessary and i do genuinely recommend that everyone should watch it it's by sean again it's uh on the i forget the title off the top of my head but it's on the bombings um so oh okay shit all right well i mean go watch go watch that and go watch oppenheimer and barbie while you're at it too because like come on you can't cannot just watch no barbenheimer if you can have a whole day off basically then you might as well just do it that's what i did it's like Four, four hours and fifty something minutes. Damn, Damn that's a long time. <laughs> How did you do that, bro? I took a nap in between. Yeah. <laughs> did you like go er- like earlier in the morning and then like uh, late at did, night? We did Oppenheimer at noon, and then we did Barbie at six. Mm-hmm. Shit. Six forty. But yeah, well, go. I recommend the movie, guys. Go check it out, and also. We got some wonderful movies coming out soon. This Aug- this August is gonna be crazy. Hold on, let me look at the movies. Yeah, I love turtles. <laughs> I fucking love turtles. <laughs> hold up, I got Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle's coming out. Uh, hold on, I gotta see. Let me check my Cinemark app real quick. <laughs> the Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion comes out. We got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We got we got the Meg. I'm actually kind of excited for that one. Not gonna lie. Of course you are. Shut up. <laughs> Blue Beetle. Um. Yeah. Th- there's a lot of decent. Fi- uh, D- Gran Turismo. I kind of want to try that one. I'm excited. I, the, se- I honestly, watch that too. the second trailer actually made it like interesting. Like I don't know if you noticed, like the first trailer you've been playing most of the movies, and then when we watched Barbie, is when they had a different trailer. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's actually made it interesting to like actually want to watch. Marvelous Dweebs review. Yes. I. I want. We're definitely gonna watch that. Okay. And. Dune is coming out soon. Yeah. Dune. Oh, Jesus. Dune, Dune two, <laughs> part two. That isn't. Um, yeah, so we November. got we got a couple of things lined up for you, and then our next episode should be our season finale. finale. Woo! So we're getting on to season three. Season? Can you believe that season? We made it to a season three. Crazy. A lot, a lot of bumps in the second season, <laughs> Sorry, but guys. Li- no, that's. All, I think we're just on both of us, but life happens. That that's it happens. So no need to worry about that. But hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hope you guys are tuned in for the next awesome movies to come out and we'll review talk about and all that sorts of shenanigans but go check out these movies they're amazing go check our tiktok instagram we'll be posting more i will be posting more because yeah, cast will be going to 
We got merch. We got merch. We're go check out the merch, bitches. Come on, like get some drip. We gotta do the photo shoot soon. Yeah, we do. Okay, we're, you guys will see that we soon got, eventually. We got plans. We got. Plan, we got let us cook. Let us cook. But uh, yep. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Go check out our stuff. We love you all, and love we'll you. catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. 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 <laughs>